Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. That's another one for the fire. If you were worried that I was kidnapped, let me reassure you, no one wants me. You would be pretty hard to kidnap, too. Not because you got, like, any type of crazy skills, but because you do take up a lot of space. I, I'm a good wiggler, okay? <laughs> so, I think I'm pretty decent. So, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, well, people were worried, books, so... I'm glad. I'm glad that you made it back. But you're skating on thin ice, buddy. I'm very honored that people were worried about me because, to be honest, I don't even worry about myself. I just kind of like, hey, I, I did this to myself. I wasn't worried. And also, I found out how easy it is to replace you. So keep that in mind, buddy. You're skating on thin ice. And I've seen you skate before. Not well. Yeah, I'm very uncoordinated with my feet, actually. All right, so we're back. Episode 10. Um, we went and saw The Turning, um, starring Mackenzie Davis, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, it is a retelling or an adaptation of the classic novel by Henry James, The Turn of the Screw. Uh, was once already made into a movie called The Innocence. Um, this one, however, is... Let's just say our big thing is trying to find redeemable qualities um so we can can kind of analyze it and figure out who who we should recommend this movie to uh and i'm not i know we talked about it a little bit book but who who would you rec uh we'll get into it but i mean the hardest part was trying to figure out who you would recommend this to because this this is a mess not so, a damn thing you're gonna be okay not a damn thing. Tell you what, Big Al wasn't acting up like this. You're like, hey, you're lucky that he's afraid of scary movies. We're, I'm lucky that he's afraid of being on a podcast. Oh, hey, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh, my. And other news. You know what movie does look good that's coming out soon? What? Antlers. Yeah. We're definitely seeing. Did did you check out that story yet? No. It, it's it's worth reading. Um, it's not very long. It's like a short story. It's a pretty cool concept. You better um, you better link that in the description below. <laughs> link link like subscribe. Link like subscribe everybody. If you don't if you don't I won't and I just don't know how to to be honest with you. So I most <laughs> likely won't. You don't know how to do anything, but if I just stopped doing this, you would have no choice. If you wanted to continue, like you just would not have a choice. Yeah, I have a, I have a Twitter. I can tweet. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a deal of book Twitter. I better invent that real fast. So uh, how, how would you record the podcast? Would you figure that out? You think you could do that? Uh, I mean, I know how to work Google. 
Maybe. I'm a late bloomer, so maybe I'll get it when I'm like 40, but like, hey, I'll get it. Dude, you're not living to 40. Yeah, thanks to the coronavirus. That and also being seven foot tall does have a major penalty on your life, apparently. You're not seven foot tall. Oh, what's the difference? Or, sorry, split the difference. So you're you're three and a half feet tall. No, from my <laughs> actual height, that would make me six nine. That's not splitting it half the six eight and a half. Yeah, six eight and a half would be half. If you're saying six, if five. you're saving seven foot and you're saying split the difference of my actual height and seven foot. So it it's seven inches, split that in half, three and a half. So I'm six foot, eight and a half inches. You know what? Fuck it. I'm rounding it up because I can't. So fine, I'm fine, six I'm, I'm rounding up to ten then. I'm ten, ten foot tall. He's, wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty pumped about that. You must really slay then. All right. So you want to you want to jump in, talk a little bit about. The cast, crew, a little bit of that stuff, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, I'll start it off with uh, the director, uh, and I apologize because um, I'm very, very, very bad with names. Uh, her, to, her, her name, the director who directed The Turning is Floria Sigismondi. Sigismondi? That's a good attempt. Um, I think it's always like Sigismondi. Sigismondi. Yeah, I'm not sure what her name. Flora. F- Flora. Um, I'm not really sure. Let's see what she's known she's, for here. She's mostly she so taking the the TV series. Uh, yeah, she she directed a couple episodes of the Netflix TV series. Uh, she's mostly known for her uh music videos so she's done some music videos for famous people like david bowie marilyn manson stuff like that so her big thing her her background's mostly music videos uh she directed the movie runaway runaways with which is the story of um i think it was joan jett like that band like Kristen stewart was in it um what was the fanning dakota fanning she was in it as well. Uh, that movie is actually pretty solid. If if you like that, like rock band origin type story, um, but mostly she she's known for music videos. Um, I wonder a little bit. Like the movie looked fairly decent. Like, but there there's a lot of things in here that were like weird to me. Yeah, I think the bigger issue is with the the writing of the story. Um, because the source material, the turning, the turn of the screw is an all-time like literary classic. Um, it, it's done so well where you're not sure whether there are ghosts or it's hallucinations that she's having. And this movie, their script doesn't live up to that at all. It's it's a mess. Uh, the other issue I had with it is some of the editing. I'm not really sure. I couldn't really. Figure out who edited this movie. So whoever did that, pretty rough. Um, the writers, um, might, you might know them from a few movies here, Bug. Uh, they wrote The Conjuring, The Conjuring Two, 
Really? Um, as well as the the House of the Wax remake, yeah. So that's that's something like that's disappointing. Yeah, how they like how could you mess up the source material that bad? Like they they've done good things in the past with the Conjuring. Both the Conjurings were were awesome. Um, and you take a classic horror novel, so you think that that's a match made in heaven. You got proven writers, great source material, but then somehow you come out with this. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, man. I uh, that that that's really disheartening to me. You know that that's that's. I mean, they were they were the Conjuring, the Conjuring Two, are some of my favorite horror movies. And the fact that some of the writers participated in this, it's distrusting like i don't know yeah how, uh, movies i don't i don't know if they're if they're doing the conjuring three i'm not sure who's writing that i know they have a different director so that to me is not very promising it doesn't look like they're doing the conjuring three so who knows but yeah they're they definitely disappointed on this one um yeah. So a little bit about the production. The movie itself had a $14 million budget. And after cumulative worldwide, it only made eight and a quarter million. So it's definitely doing bad. Um, if you look at the people that are involved in this movie, it, it's kind of... It's kind of stunning that it turned out this bad. I yeah. They had they had the pieces to make it good. It just it was uh subpar or above par, depends on if you play golf or how you look at that. It, it it's it's definitely below average of what I expected the outcome of this movie to be. You know, that's pretty wild. I never thought about that. Subpars usually to denote Good. something that's bad, but if you yeah. were playing golf, subpar is actually the best you can do. <laughs> yes. Um, I I didn't really like Mackenzie Davis as a lead role. She she played uh, what was her name? The Kate movie? Kate Mandel. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not a big Mackenzie Davis fan. Um, I really, I'm the only. The only works of hers that I've really ever seen her in um, was Blade Runner 2049, which I really didn't have an issue with. Uh, as well, she was an episode of Black Mirror, but the main one that I know her from uh, and I absolutely hated was Terminator Dark, Dark Fate. It, that movie was one of the dumbest movies I, I, I've ever seen. That's like the newer one, right? Yeah, from last like three. Yeah, she plays the the hybrid, the human Terminator hybrid. Oh, that's just like a bitch to everybody. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I didn't think she was right for a lead role in this. I don't like her as a. I mean, she she had decent acting, but it. I don't know. All right, so this 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 kind of sounds weird. But I think that she's not believable as someone that's like scared as much because she's like, this sounds stupid, but like she's like a big person. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like tall. 
So it's like I don't know. It'd be like you getting chased by something. Like it wouldn't be as like believable, you know? She, I mean, yeah, but she was also working with like kids. Yeah, but I mean, like compared, like I think she might be taller than like the ghosts that were chasing her. That's why they had him elevated so high. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily that her acting was bad. I I think you hit hit it on the head there. Like she just wasn't right for this role. She yeah, she wasn't a strong leading role for this horror movie. I I don't think so much. I think it was maybe too strong is is the problem. Like she, you needed somebody that was more like emotionally vulnerable, like someone that you would believe that would be like breaking down. Like she just came off of playing like a badass Terminator, like. Now she's supposed to be this like allegedly mentally unstable person. I don't know. Just didn't, the, didn't see it. Didn't see before it. Before the end of the before the end of the podcast, think of someone who you would replace her with. I, I don't have one right now, but at the end, I will give you my answer. Okay. Um. Then we have Finn Wolfhard, who played the boy Miles. Um that Kate had to watch. Um, he, I thought he acted well, um, but also he played a uh, not very likable character, but but that's the way the character was written. Um, you would think, as far as a career choice, you wouldn't want to do that, because so far he's like the goofy, like played the buddy, like this is the first time he's really played like an asshole in a movie. But I'll tell you what, he actually does play an asshole well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he does play an asshole pretty well. I'll give him I'll give him that. Um yeah. everyone knows his his back story there, Stranger Things, it chapter one, chapter two. Um So I guess this was he was one of the main selling points on this and I guess he did alright. I mean there wasn't too much for him to work with there. Uh, the other child, Flora, um, the little girl, was played by Brooklyn uh, Prince. I actually was not a fan of her acting in this movie. Um, child actors, they're hard. Yeah, they're hard yeah, we, we talked about it before. But a role like that, you have to have someone that's like very believable, and I just, I just didn't see it. She did give off the vibe of a very innocent, helpless little girl. But the way that they showed it in the film with uh, like her and the house and the property and stuff like that, it was it it was it made it unbelievable to me, you know? Yeah. That that was my biggest issue with her. Not necessarily that her acting was bad, is but the character that she was trying to portray was written poorly. And didn't have the opportunity to to fully express herself. All right. Who else? I mean, there's there's not too many other. That's actually a small cast in this movie. Um, you had the creepy caretaker. That was he a ghost? Was he not a ghost? Uh, played by uh, his name was Quint. And maybe a little nod to Jaws. I like it. But uh, played by Nal Greg Fulton. Um, and then you had the other ghost played by Jessel, or her name was Jessel, played by Denna Thomas. Um, Kate had a friend she called like two times named Kim. 
uh, Rose, played by Kim Addis. Hey, shout uh, out to Rose. Yeah, I think Rose did a good job. She was the, probably the most believable character in it, but she really didn't do nothing. She's like, yeah. She's like, why don't you just leave? <laughs> but yeah, actually, yeah. Kim's the or Rose is the real MVP. She was smart. She she stayed away from the house, and she recommended the best thing for her. Why don't you just leave? Oh, oh, okay, okay. It's that easy. I get it now. The last main character was the creep. Actually, I think who did the best job was that creepy old lady that played uh, Mrs. Gross. Barbara Martin, I think her name was. I think that she probably did the, the best job. The most She played the most believable role in that. Her name's Barbara? Barbara. Barbara. Oh, it just it sounds like an old lady. All right, well, that's pretty much all we got to say about that. I thought Steven Spielberg was the executive producer on this. But maybe no, they took I his see, name. I see three on here. I see Scott Bernstein, Bernstein, Roy Lee, and Seth William Meyer Meir. I don't know. M E I E. I just know that he he originally was the one that wanted to get this done. I'm like pretty sure that they're just trying to like strike his name from the record because how bad it was. Can you blame him? Not at all. But that's what I'm saying. It's surprising that it turned out like this. Damn, this was uh. Yeah. This was made by This was uh, this was uh the film entered development in March 2016 and was described as a passion project for Steven Spielberg. Um he was executive producer on this. But if you go to IMDb it doesn't show on there. Uh on Wikipedia so, it doesn't even show. I'm, I'm literally reading it right off a of Wikipedia book. Uh so here's a big one. You know who the editor was? Who? Dwayne Dunham. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No, no, no. Dwayne Dunham. His other notable movies that I have Return of the Jedi here. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh what else do we have here? The Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did you know what's wild? Slayer, Return of the Jedi. Dunham became the first person to portray Star Wars bounty hunter Boba Fett. How about that? Yeah. And to be fair, he did a very piss poor job at editing this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was what the director was looking I just don't know. I don't know how it happened. Like, We'll talk about it more when we get to the pros and cons, but there's like scenes that just didn't make sense. Didn't add up. Oh, he directed Little Giants. I was going to say, he did Little Giants, and what else did I see? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, this can't be his fault. No. <laughs> giants, giants, help us, God. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, that means we're going to hop into a little bit of summary of this movie, um, and then we will go from there, try to figure out <laughs> what's redeeming about this movie. Alright, so quick uh, spoiler-free plot summary here. Uh, main character Kate, uh, played by Mackenzie Davis, gets a job as a living teacher. Um, she's going to be responsible for the a seven-year-old child, Flora. Um, the only other person that's supposed to be at the estate uh, would be Mrs. Gross, 
Um, she's like a nanny, like caretaker uh, type job. Um, after, I believe, a night, uh, it turns out that the older brother, Miles, who was away at boarding school, uh, was kicked out. So he returns home. Um, and basically, the movie plays out uh, increasingly each night that they're see that uh, Kate is seeing ghosts. Um, uh, one of like a creepy man, another one of a woman in in white, uh, and then you find out a little bit of the the backstory. Uh, there was a, uh, I guess he was a, a caretaker as well, but he was in charge of tending the horses, and he was supposed to be a, a, like a bad type person. Uh, Mrs. Gross didn't really get along with him, um, and she she thought that he was a bad influence on Miles. Uh, the the kids act a little bit strange. Miles is. Uh, he shows a lot of aggression and, and creepy behavior, um, and then it basically plays out: uh, is is there ghosts? Is there not ghosts? Um, ba ba basically, um, trying to stay close to the source material, but uh, as, as you'll hear us discuss, doesn't really uh, match up as well as that you would hope. All right, Boogie, ready for some pros and cons? I'm, I'm ready for some. I'm ready for some cons. I don't really have pros. <laughs> that's, what's, dude, we, I, that's the first thing I said to you when we walked out of the movie theater. I was like, this is going to be a bitch to do. I don't... There is so few redeeming qualities in this movie. Um, so if you want to start off, if you got a con, a pro... I'm sure you got cons. I got cons, but... Uh, I'll let you start off. Uh, first con that I had was part of the editing... It wasn't the main part that you brought up, but the part of editing that I thought was all the paranormal ghosts, uh, CGI effects in this movie were horrendous. The easiest way I can explain this to you if you haven't seen the film is they put a cardboard cutout on a table. They spray painted it white, cut out the, the shape of a human. And then they put it behind a mirror somewhere and had it slowly fade into a mirror. That's the best yeah, way. Yeah, I'm can sure it wasn't it, a cardboard cutout, but it did look that bad. It was um, that bad. Yeah, I would say the ghost design that would, that would be definitely a con for me. Um, they just look like normal, not even really creepy looking people. No, not at the all. The special and effects I... in general, like when they, there's that fish. From the koi That's, pond that the bird yeah. was eating, it was just all like CGI. Oh, um, it was so bad. Yeah, pretty much all all special effects in this movie were bad. Um, trying to think of any other notable examples of that. Uh, There's one when they're playing flashlight tag. It's not the ghost, but they're playing flashlight tag, and they go into like this tunnel underneath the mansion, and you see. Um, it was like a a, a blanket or a, a sheet no. like draped over. No, what it was is when it, when Mackenzie Davis goes down there, she sees Vin or oh my gosh, what the, his name? Miles. Um, yeah, Miles. Like run and turn the corner farther into this tunnel, and she's starting to get freaked out. So she slowly approaches the tunnel and makes a turn, all while the camera just sits back there. And there's no joke, like, she's off screen for about 10 seconds. Camera, like, 
like inches, like two, three inches forward. It honestly looked and like someone accidentally, like someone had the camera set and accidentally like bumped the camera. Yeah. And it and it jumped. Then it randomly just jumped to her in the next room. Oh, well, that's another thing I didn't. There was a, there was a lot of times in the movie too. Like speaking of editing before, when the camera would like the scene would be over and the camera would just linger. And like certain times, like in horror, you could do that where you leave the shot, like let the character walk out of a stabilized shot, and then something happens in the background. You know, like but they would just leave the camera and there'd be nothing back there. Like it was like almost they forgot to turn the camera off. Yeah, a good example and a prime example that I think of of a lingering camera is setting scenery for like The Shining when the car is driving up the mountain and it just slowly backs up. Or Those it's are like, uh, establishing shots, book. Yeah, but the the camera lingers. You know, that's not. I, that's not is what that what they're is. trying to do in here? No. Though? They're trying to establish no, shot here no. and fear. That's not what an establishing shot is. There is no explanation for what they were doing. Well, I'm just going to cross off, become a world-famous director my bucket list. When you were born, they crossed that off. They crossed off a lot of options <laughs> for me. He's not going to be a good reader, is he, Doc? The doctor's like, well, he was just born, we don't know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you have any pros? Um, oh, I did have a pro. Why, one of my pros was uh, that they had a Kurt Cobain poster in the movie. They, one they of my cons, though, was also what the hell did Kurt Cobain have to do with this movie? Like, I get you wanted to like let people know that this takes place in 1994. Um, I think they tried to do that to establish a timeline. Yeah, free cell phones. but at that point, you might as well just put it like up on on the screen like whatever date it is 1994 like i thought it was just weird that they're watching tv and they're like kurt cobain died today yeah if they gotta put like fall or fall of 94 or something like that she was just i think they were just trying to get a cheap intro and that's the best thing they could come up with yeah strange um some other cons the music there is is borderline non-existent where they had like random like 90s alt rock tracks in there like but not ones that you want to listen to like there's i, I love 90s rock but there's not nothing yeah. that like sticks out yeah it was all just bland and all the all the like emotional music to set the scene or to you know set up a scene was very very quiet and played down so like you couldn't really like i didn't get that feel you know yeah there was nothing it was i just don't know i just felt like i'm still confused thinking about this movie um another con that i had um well i remember telling you during during the movie i counted it out um when they have their first scare they have so like the their first little like jump so th that's another thing in this movie it's it's jump scares that are so bad that they're not even scary like there's one thing where you have a jump scare and it's like cheap and like rips you off but um the like these these ones are like so bad they're not even scary it was they they ripped off five jump scares in 35 seconds i counted just mm -hmm. stupid stuff and like 
every choice they make like so the night before she saw a ghost or she wasn't sure and then the, she's like all stressed out and the kids are like we gotta play flashlight tag in the middle of the day like i just what the hell was this movie book it was a bad interpretation of a book Actually, um, I would recommend that you read the book, Book. It's actually pretty awesome. Is it good? Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. I'll um, to even it. if you were going to listen to audio. I know you're a big audio book guy. So. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer to have lay some, down have some audio <laughs> rather than sit up and read a book. Have someone, else, have someone else tell you what the words are. God knows I can't read it. <laughs> Um, but what you said there, like with the jump scares, it all wraps up again with the editing because every little jump scare, uh, she, the Mackenzie Davis freaks out, freaks out. And it has a very bad shot of her running away. Like there's multiple shots of them shooting into a mirror and her running away from it. And then, and yeah, then that's another, why was there so many mirrors in that house? Dude, I have no dude. Remember what the little girl said? They're they're walking in one room. They're like, "You see that? That mirror was from 1800. That belonged to my great great aunt, great aunt Susan." <laughs> I I just don't get it. I don't get it. But every time she she got scared, there was no joke. Like five or six camera angle changes within a matter of like two seconds for her to leave the room, exit the room, and then it just jumped to her in the next room, and it was like. I don't understand what just happened. Did she go through the door? Did she phase through the door? Did she? Did she just? Yeah, there's there's a lot of continuity errors as was, far as like was the way it door? was edited. Yeah, um, it was. It wasn't fluid. I'm trying to think. Did, did you have any other redeeming qualities of this? Um, it was funny. So I I actually have two funnies now that I think about it. One okay. with the koi. Uh, koi fish when uh, Miles uh, puts it out of its misery I thought that was funny yeah it was how, so like, it was funny how bad like that 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 like segment was written she's like oh one of the birds seed the fish and Koi's like get away from it it runs over and like then he stomps it to death like no one should suffer and the girl's like that was my favorite koi fish like what the fuck yeah it was it was funny to me because it was so bad first of all if you ever try to step on a fish you will smash it. I don't care how light you are. You put any pressure on it, that fish is squished. Fish squished. No, it doesn't rhyme. I'm not doing good. Um, that and I thought the way that Miles talked to uh, to Mackenzie the whole film, like his like dirty talk, sexual talk. I thought it was hilarious. Sole, it's only because we see him as like a young child star these days because of stranger things, you know, like in that he was a little teenager in this, he plays a teenager, but to hear him talk like that, it was very unexpected and I couldn't help but laugh. It's, yeah. It seemed no like out of in real life. I will, I will agree with that. It's no laughing matter if it's in real life, everyday life, but to see a child actor star that we pretty much watch grow up, start talking like that, that to me, I lost it. I thought that was so funny. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was still was just like I don't know. 
it it just didn't work at all for me. Um, but like you said, it 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 was different than some of his other roles. Yeah, I'm um, not saying that it's good. I'm just saying it it threw me way off, bad off. Did you have any other cons? Um, the ending, none... the ending. The that ending could be, was that very could... poor. It's so confusing. Don't understand what happened. Honestly, it's the ending is like, um, if you were to run out of money, like <laughs> at the end of a film production, you're like, we just got to end this. Like we're done. Like I and get that's exactly what they did. So I kind of get what they were doing, because based upon the classic novel, the the whole idea of the story is you you never really know if there was ghosts or if she was hallucinating but leading up to that point like that's what the ending was getting at but at the same time it never did the little things to deserve that type of ending so it felt so out of place like we were sitting in the theater when it was done um and everyone else was still sitting in the theater they were sitting in the theater so long they expected like a scene to come back in during the credits or something and start explaining stuff that they, the th- movie theater turned the lights on on everybody. That's the you know, first time I ever had that. Not just, like, the lights to go out. Like, the full, like, turn on the lights in the movie theater. I could see every square inch of that movie theater. And let me tell you, I'm disturbed. <laughs> uh, I it, it was weird. It was weird that they did any, that. Yeah, I don't want to see any so I, any of any people like that. Because it was mess in there. I, I, yeah, I've seen some strange things in in movie theaters before. Like... The the craziest one I've ever seen was when the sound cut out during uh, Thor Ragnarok, and people actually went and complained, and they went back and digitally rewound the movie to the point where the sound cut out, and we got to watch that part again. Weirdest That's thing ever. Yeah, it was like weirdest thing ever. Uh, but this that was that was the first time I've ever been in a the movie theater to the point where they turned the lights back on, like complete turn them on, like get out of here, everybody. People were looking around like, what just happened? The the one movie that I did stay until like the end of credits, but they didn't turn the lights on, was I was with my brother for The uh, the Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey, the first one, because we thought there was going to be a teaser trailer at the end of it, and there was just nothing. <laughs> yeah. People were coming to clean the movie theater up afterwards. They came in, they're like, guys, it's over. Just, just get out. We got to clean now. But the lights weren't on, you know? Yeah, but you know who was sitting the next seat over from me, right? You weren't there. Yeah, it was. Were you really? Yeah. Wow, that's a long time ago. It was, and that movie was disappointing too, but not on the scale that this was. Let's let's talk about that a little bit too. So no, 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 like disappointment. Like so, trailer wise, I was a little bit nervous, but there was some like creepy parts in the trailer that made you think like, oh, this could like be like real disturbing. Like the kid arching his back and a spider comes out of his mouth. Like that's disturbing things. Like that's something like, oh shit, I want to see how this plays out. Uh, little spoiler alert, that is not in the movie. Yeah, don't get your high hopes up. There are spiders in the movie. but For like two like, seconds. They're like non-threatening. There's two spiders in the movie. One of them gets eaten. The other one gets crushed. Yeah, which is even weirder, like, because the person crushing him is, like, more dangerous than the spider. He was giving off real rapey vibes, so, which is a weird, weird career choice for, for Finn to, to take this role. But maybe when he signed up, he thought it would be written more like 
the novelization, then I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, 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 that's all I got to say about pros and cons is there's not very many pros. Uh, I really don't have a in, single pro to give. And the cons. My only one really was that was cool to see a poster of Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I can Google that right now, and that's probably the first. Finn also he up. had he had a pretty sweet um, Fender Stratocaster. That was pretty cool. Like he, his setup in his room was pretty sweet. It was like the guitar, the drums. It was definitely like a '90s feel. Like no no bed frame, just a mattress. There's there's drums. There's a guitar. There's a a uh... a, ca oh. a cage with a trapdoor spider. Oh yeah, there's a huge like. That he shows for like ten seconds. Yeah. Very. Gosh, why are you reminding me of this movie? It's so bad. Cause we're we're reviewing it, dude. We gotta try to figure. We're we're getting to the tough part here. We're going right into uh, recommendations and ratings after this. We have to try to sit here and, and justify who would want to see this. Oh, I got recommendation. All right. Well. Let's go into recommendations and reviews. You're up. All right, folks. You know who I'm going to recommend this to? People who are traveling long distances, and this is the only movie that you have on the plane to watch. Thank you, Al, previous co-host, for that, because many times, many movies that he has seen is because of he travels a lot for his work, and a lot of the movies are the only movies available to him for free. So that's who I'd recommend it to. If you're on a long flight, long trip, and this is for free, sure. Why not? That's, what the hell? What do, you, what do you got to lose? That's actually a very good. I was. I, I. I'll be honest with you. I was hoping you had something good because I'm drawing a blank. Like, I know we say that. So, I mean, hell, there might be someone out here that really enjoys this movie, but I don't know who it is. Like a lot about the story would would make you mad. Like any aspect you want to look like. I want a scary movie that's not too scary. But like, there's. I just there's nothing there's this movie's real real disappointing <laughs> I don't know um but I guess if you were on a plane and you literally had no other choices I think honestly mine would be if you had there was two choices the only movie that I've seen that's worse than this like was movie 43 like in theaters wise like I've seen some terrible like straight like there's straight to, to DVD movies and things like that are more entertaining than this I think that's that's the biggest issue that I have with this movie is having the source material that it does. There is no justification for this to be as boring as it was. Like I remember it was like hour 15 in. I was like, I was like, boom, you know how long this movie is. Do we check and see like, and there's a couple of times that I was almost closing my eyes and going to sleep. It was one of those movies where I wanted to pull out Solitaire and watch it on my phone. I would honestly, and I think this is high, but I liked, um, I liked Finn a lot in this. Well, I like Finn as an actor, and I want to see his career blossom into more than shitty movies. Uh, so I gave it a two out of ten. <laughs> I, that's that's pretty much right where I I gave it uh, a two five. Yeah, I mean, it was it was so disappointing. We don't have good pros to talk about, to list. Um, the shots were bad. The music was bad. Uh, it was it was overall disappointing. And 
Um, so I'm happy. So how, if you were going to try to fix this, what, what would you? What ways would you go about it? Because I have a a few ideas. Um, I would have stayed more true. Like you could have it set contemporary in like 1994, but I would stay truer to the source material. Where in the book there's certain clues and cues in, in their situations where in private, like the kids would tell Kate, like, oh, um, like, yeah, we see him and stuff like that. But then when confronted with like other people, other outside sources say like, oh, we never saw any ghosts or anything like that. So that's where it, it develops that, that confusion where you're like, are there really ghosts? Aren't there? And then it doesn't explain it like that. I, I would go back and I would focus on the the little foreshadowing things, the little clues to where there can be a payoff at the end. Even if the payoff is that you don't know, there isn't a payoff. But it, there's enough to build that mystery. Um, that's my, my number one thing I would go back to, to fix about this. If, if they're like, hey, redo this movie. I I don't know how I... So, like, I never read the book. So I don't know. I, I You gave me a brief summary of how it's supposed to be treated and, and how it's supposed to end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I replaced Mackenzie Davis. I don't think she was a good fit for a lead role in this. Yeah, I, I would agree um, with that. I would think that you would need someone that's more vulnerable in this situation, more believable that they were losing their mind. Because like, she does, like... I'm not a fan of the the Terminator movie, but she, just the way she is, like height wise, stuff like she has a presence of like a strong person. And the in this role doesn't call for like a strong female actress. It calls for like someone that can convey that vulnerability that might be losing their mind, and you're not sure. Like, I would cast like somebody I, different for that as well. Yeah, like going into this, she was super confident because she was a, a teacher with of a whole class and she's like oh now i just have to teach one main kid that she she knew about she didn't know about miles spoiler alert she 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 went in so confident about it and i i was like why to me it would have been better if she had like if it was like a shy like nerd yeah and they took the job because it's the only thing that was available to her and it was like you know you said think of somebody that this this might be good yeah i think uh dakota johnson Dakota Johnson. I gotta look that up. I'm not. The chick from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, yeah. That would work because she played a good role in that. Because she was shy. She was. I haven't seen it, but just like looking at her thing, like she has like that look of like she's like meek, shy, nerve. Like that's what you want, like to per- like in this role. Yes. She, you want the shy, sheltered girl. Yeah, I, I, I get behind that. I agree. She, I think she should have been cast as a, as the lead for this one. Um, other ways to fix it. I mean, I'd scrap the whole team. To be honest with you, <laughs> just burn it down. I, I would. I'd get rid of. Well, the good news is everyone they're gonna try. Well, there, as I mean, like Hollywood's going to, there's going to be a new um, attempt at this source material. Um, I don't know if you watched on Netflix, the first season of The Haunting of Hill House. 
The second no, season is going to be The Haunting of Bly Manor, which this was Bly Manor. So it's going to be like a retelling. And they did a really good job with the first season. So hopefully they could match that and do do a solid retelling um, of this source material. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. I give it a 2.5. You gave it a 2. Um, and the only people you can think of, if you have no other options and you weren't interested in just like clo- sleeping, sleeping's an option. If you don't have an option to sleep, like you're afraid to sleep on a plane or something like that, and this was your only option, this is who this would be for. Yeah, don't watch it if you have to pay for it. Um, watch it if it is free it, provided to you. Yeah, if someone or if someone is going to pay you to watch it, minimum of five dollars. <laughs> Five dollars, they have to pay you, not to pay to watch the movie. They have to pay you. Yes, that's what I mean. They they pay you the five dollars. Yeah, pay you to shut your mouth and recommend a better movie. All right. Well, other than that, I mean, it's just the uh, the um, ending bullshit here for us. So this has been a pretty much down down episode. Uh, not a very good movie. Pretty depressing week. Um, so if uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, <laughs> and you're... well, well the, the biggest movie I'm looking forward to. I said it earlier, Antlers. Antlers. I, I think that looks good. Oh, definitely. That does so, that come out February or March? I think it comes out March. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Don't quote me, boy. I ain't said shit. So, to me, that's the April. Next All the way in April. Oh, that's disappointing. But to me, that's the next big movie that I am very looking forward to seeing. Um, um, dude, I'm telling you, read that short story. You will not be disappointed. It doesn't take long either. Yeah, you got, you got to link. That. You, you'll be even pumped, more pumped for the um, the movie then. Um, but. Uh, so the other stuff, if you got any comments, suggestions, concerns, um, you just want to yell at Boog or something like that, send us an email at huntershorevision at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter, uh, at just at horrorvision. Uh, you could send us a DM or a like, follow us. It's up to you. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, awesome. It means you found it. Uh, if you're happy with the platform that you found it on, uh, like, subscribe, follow. Uh, if you want to check out on something else, we're on pretty much all the other major providers. Um, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Stitcher. Nobody has yet to listen to it on Stitcher, but uh, if you do, hey, you'll be an exclusive company. Um, our YouTube channel, we actually have a couple more uh, little videos we've been working on, as well as two more Let's Plays uh, in the pipeline. I almost got edited there for you, Bug. So nice. they should be up soon, and that's just search on YouTube, um, Hunter's Horror Vision. Uh, give us uh, a like, a link, subscribe. I still don't know what the link part means, Bug. I think uh, you, I think you can, meant to say can. comment a long time ago, but like, link, subscribe. Uh, yeah, like, link, subscribe. It's a little bit different. Link us, like share us with your friends and family and your close ones. Uh, your pastor at church, um, the the lady in the aisle at the grocery store, all of them, all of them would love this. 
um, next holiday, instead of getting a normal gift, get them a subscription to our podcast. It's free, so just tell them it was like 100 bucks or something. Yeah, lie to them. Get some brownie points, okay? Um, so next episode, I think we're going to have... We'll have a pretty good one. I hope so. Actually, this will be the first time I've seen the movie, but it's gotten good reviews. But I think next next episode we should have a good one, Bug. We'll have our energy back too, dude. This was a down week, dude. Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Don't want to get started, dude. That was that was one of the the highlights from this movie though, because we went and saw it the same day that happened, and I was sitting on the bench waiting for when you went got that popcorn before we got in the theaters, and they you know they got this. You were there, but I'm just explaining it to like the, the listeners. The trash cans for like throwing your 3D glasses out, and it had um like the little like angular slot or whatever. And I, how far away? It's probably about 12, 12 feet, fifteen I'd feet, say 10, 10, 10 to fifteen feet. Yeah, a decent amount amount away. And I yelled Kobe, and I shot it. Shot the little piece of paper right in. Feel like a little. A little uh, tear came down from my eye. I feel like I feel like Jesus was in that movie theater that day. <laughs> wow, that's don't show this to your pastor now. Like, <laughs> yeah, do do don't not appreciate this. Subscribe for him. Go to your local library and start a bunch of fake accounts, and then subscribe to the podcast. Mm. We got to pump them numbers up. No, but other than that, I think we're uh, we're all done here. Um, we'll. Uh, I, I tell you what, book. I've been I've been mapping it out. I think we've got some uh, some good ones coming up here. We're gonna get rolling. Uh, got some good content coming out there. So uh, stay tuned. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye, bye, fellas. Have a good <laughs> afternoon. Oh, jeez, guys. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Check- oh, hang, guys. <laughs> check you later. Peace. messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fox.